Good morning. It was the biggest telecommunications failure in Australian history and the government wants answers. A top-level probe will investigate the Optus network meltdown that left 10 million users in limbo. Live now to political reporter Isabel Mullen. Isabel, the communications minister has spoken this morning. Yeah, good morning, Angela. Michelle Rowland was pretty critical, slamming Optus for its lack of communication about how long it might take for services to get back up and running. The government has launched a review, a statement from the communications minister saying it is critical the government conducts a process to identify lessons to be learned from yesterday's outage. Additionally, the regulator has independently commenced an assessment to investigate Optus's compliance with the rules requiring that emergency calls are successfully carried from mobile carriers to the emergency call person. The Optus CEO is in the firing line after executives said Optus won't refund customers, claiming most people would receive less than $2. It's got a lot of people offside, particularly after the Optus CEO refused to say what caused the outage, only stating it was a technical network issue. It is an essential part of our daily lives. That connectivity being lost for so many millions of Australians adversely affected people, made them frustrated, but also caused economic uh, loss. This is about the lessons learned and to ensure that the industry overall can make the improvements necessary to mitigate uh, what has happened here from happening again in future and what can be done better overall. Just how the government review will work is still unclear. A date hasn't yet been set, but hopefully it will provide users with some answers. Angela. OK, thank you, Isabel. The Prime Minister has opened the checkbook as he meets Pacific Islands leaders at a summit in the Cook Islands. Anthony Albanese announcing new climate change funding for the region so communities can build infrastructure to protect them against natural disasters and rising sea levels. Australia has an important role to play here. We are providing some $350 million in our Pacific Climate Infrastructure Financing Partnership. The Prime Minister has two more days of meetings before he returns to Australia. The High Court has ruled the government's power to hold a person indefinitely in immigration detention is unlawful. The case before the court involved a convicted child sex offender the federal government was trying to deport. He faced the prospect of lifelong detention because no country would take him. The ruling overturns a 20-year precedent and could lead to the release of up to 92 people currently in detention. The U.S. Secretary of State says Israel must not reoccupy Gaza, not now or after the war. Antony Blinken says future peace must not include the forced displacement of Palestinians or any reduction in the territory of Gaza. David Boywood reports from Tel Aviv. Well, with control of northern Gaza now well within Israel's grasp, the next phase of this military operation has now become the focus of intense global scrutiny. How long will Israel stay and does it have an exit strategy or questions? Its biggest backer, America, now wants answers to as Israel grinds this war out. A humanitarian corridor, again giving some escape for the region's most desperate as Israel steps up its ground offensive in pursuit of Hamas. More tunnels destroyed, more targets hit. But with each strike, the civilian death toll rises. There's no food or water for medical staff, this doctor declares. This has become a very critical situation. 
Safe zones, as Israel is calling them, have been set up in the south as this war edges closer to its next phase. And whatever that looks like, it can't involve Israeli reoccupation. That is according to the United States. When it comes to post-conflict uh, governance in Gaza, um, a few things are, are clear and necessary. One, uh, Gaza cannot be con uh, continue to be run by Hamas. Uh, it's also clear that Israel cannot occupy Gaza. Right now, politically speaking, what post-war Gaza will look like still remains unclear and what will be left physically an even bigger question with an intense ground battle still underway inside Gaza City.